episode two of Wickedly in Love and um, our our path through the, uh, the the steps it's going to take for us to have a family. And if you're you're new to this, we appreciate you listening. Lee and I uh, live in Kansas City, Missouri, and she's the program director of uh, 99.7 The Point, and I uh, do middays on 98.1 KMBZ. And we got married in May, and we're trying to start a family that doesn't involve our fur babies. And, um, you know, before we get into the last week, one of the things that, that I do want to say is um, I thought we were doing this for fun, and I thought you and I were doing this for... Kind of our own posterity. Yeah, our Am own... I quiet one today? You are this time. I'll get riled up. <laughs> I know. And... After we did one episode, I, I think I realized in the best way possible what talking about this means for other people mm-hmm. and, and how important this is that you and I do this because after we posted our first episode, it was pretty amazing to me to see how many friends, you know, how many listeners that we're friends with on Facebook and, and social media took a listen to it. Um, People you never would expect, like the guys on the sports talk station 105.7 The Fan in Milwaukee that I used to work on, their afternoon show wanted to talk about it because it, it, it affects everybody, you know, having having fertility questions and, and well, issues. Well, it's just not talked about, and that's the frustrating part for me especially. I mean, it's not talked about. Mm-hmm. It's this weird taboo thing, and tons of women have reached out to me via Twitter and Facebook. Um Instagram, just opening the conversation. And so um, we're going through this for the first time. There are people that are farther along in this process than us. And yeah. I, quite a few of them that have reached out to me, I've asked if we can meet for coffee so I can ask a bunch of questions because they've done some of these things before and we're mm-hmm. new. Um, and also just leave any uh, questions or comments or concerns um, here and we'll address them in future episodes because. We don't think this story ends anytime soon. And <laughs> no. with that... Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to to my trip to the fertility clinic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for those that are, are, like I said, you're new to this, or maybe you, you've walked through this with us, or you've heard us talk about it, there, there's some issues that we have. Yeah, so I've known for quite some time that I have PCOS. Say it with me, Michael. I don't know it. Polycystic ovarian syndrome. Okay. Three times fast. No. Polycystic ovarian. Polycystic ovarian syndrome. Oh! Oh, yeah. look at this? Yeah. I've had, actually, I found out after we did the first episode that members of my family have gone through this and tried for a while. So, yeah, I, I've heard that term. So I was diagnosed with that years ago. Um, and What is that? So there are three main symptoms of PCOS. One is irregular periods. If Brady Goodman, my morning guy, is listening now, he's already cringed because he hates okay. when I talk about my period. We, we all love it. Who doesn't? <laughs> Actually, I don't these days because if I didn't get it, then, you know. Uh, the second is cysts on your ovaries, polycystic ovarian. And I had um, an ultrasound that confirmed that those were there. The third symptom... You had an ultrasound when? Years ago. Okay. Um, an interuterine one. Not like an outside. Which that was a surprise, by the way. You go thinking you're going to get an ultrasound and you've watched Three Men and a Baby or whatever the movie is. And you see him put the goop on the tummy and do the thing. Then there's another kind of ultrasound. Oh, the other Where one. there's like a submarine scoping up into the, the abyss, if you <laughs> okay. will. That caught me off guard. All right. The third symptom of polycystic ovarian syndrome, uh, visible symptom, 
is uh, overactive body hair. Don't look at me like that. You don't have... They, good answer. Well, I mean, your mustache is coming in nicely gonna, these days. But listen. Um, other than that, you don't have a ton of body hair. I don't hair. feel like I have, like... Cr- listen, I'm 36 years old. When I turned 30, things started to sprout places that I wasn't thrilled about. Yeah, I've got ear hair now. Oh, yeah, just now. He ear- just he just got it now. No, no. It, um, I, I've discovered ear hair in, I the discovered last, it a while ago. in the last few years. On you. Um... So I have the irregular period thing, and uh, just to give you far too much information on that, I've just never had a regular one. I'd have one for a month, wouldn't for three. I'd have one for two, wouldn't for five. I'd have three in one month, and I wouldn't have one for a year, and that was just how it always was. And I assume that's kind of common. Uh, for, especially for polycystic ovarian syndrome, which in in that case, if you don't ever know when you're going to when your cycle is, mm-hmm. you don't know when you ovulate, you don't know when you're fertile, and how do you plan on the calendar? The one day a month that you actually, you know, don't say you have a headache. You have an app. There's an I app. have an app. There's an app, for, an app that. for that. Um, and I actually love this app, and I will talk about that at a later date. But yeah. um, so polycystic ovarian syndrome, I've read that up to like a quarter of women have some form of it. Um, and it doesn't mean that you can't carry a baby. It just makes the actual conception difficult. Obviously, if you can't plan on things. So I, um, we both had doctor's appointments last week. And... The dog's going to have to wait to go to the bathroom. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Rivers, you have to wait. If and when we have a child, we won't make the child wait as much as we make the dog wait. But still, if we're watching a good show. I know. <laughs> you can just, yeah. Um, so I had a doctor's appointment last week. Oh, now you're going to hear him crying in the background. Now we sound like horrible parents. Yeah, we do. Pause. All right, hang on. Right, now we're back. See, we are capable of thinking of creatures outside of ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I had a blood test. I'm just going to jump right back in. <clears throat> I had a blood test last week when I went for my initial appointment. Was it two weeks ago? When did I have that appointment? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. And they took a lot of blood. Not going to lie. And I got the results on... I haven't even told you this. Uh, I got the results on Friday, last Friday. And um, they're like, the blah, blah, blah is great. The blah, blah, blah right. is great. And then they get to this. I have it written on a post-it note in my purse, but none of these words really mean anything to me other than this one thing that's really, really high, which is how they count how many eggs you're producing. And I was like, well, that's good, right? I'm produ- it's really high. I, I'm producing a lot of eggs. Isn't that the point of this whole thing? You would think. And they said, well... That's a real indicator of polycystic ovarian syndrome. I said, well, no S, Sherlock. I mean, we've... We've <laughs> we yeah. figured this out. So I'm on this medication called metformin right now, which is actually um, a diabetic medication. Uh, polycystic ovarian syndrome also um, kind of acts like diabetes in your body. Um, not like I'm taking my blood sugar and I probably should be watching what I eat anyway. But it just um, throws some things out of whack. It can do funny things with your pancreas. And so I'm taking uh, one pill of this metformin every night, and the nurse, uh, I need to go back in and give more blood, but she's thinking I need to take three. Oh, wow. So. You were taking one. One, yeah. So, and again, I don't know all these technical terms, and I don't, I'm not doing research above and beyond because I'm uh, tackling this like anybody else would. i just figuring it out. So I have to go give more blood. And, um... Then the next test I'm waiting on is I have to get my period on the fifth day of my cycle. I go in and I get this dye test done on my 
as I called them in the last episode, flamingo tubes. People were giving me a lot of crap about that, fallopian tubes. I, uh, I love how I'm learning everything about all this at the same time as the people listening to this. It's kind of like when you talked about giving your sample, and I learned about it because you talked about it on the radio. Yeah. And we'll get to that in a moment. Yeah. Um, so I have to go get this dye shot in there, and basically it's to see if I have any blockages in there and if mm-hmm. eggs are able to travel from my... I think also, is this really eye-opening to you? Um, do you understand the female anatomy? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we I, like had, I want to draw a diagram. We all had health class. Well, right? yeah, but you just probably laughed in the back. I was paying a lot of attention. Just to those movies. Yeah. And that sure. lady with that giant fur bikini and that birth video. Anyway. I, I have never seen... The birth video? No, I wouldn't watch it. All right, well... Yeah. In the next episode, yeah, I we wouldn't show watch it. Wicket a birth video live and we see what he does. Uh, anyway, so I... Um, no. With my, it would no. be hilarious. Maybe we'll do it with someone you know and you have to guess who it is. No. So um, no. the problem herein lies that I have to go have this procedure done on the fifth day of my cycle and I have yet to have any sort of cycle. So tomorrow I'm going to go in and they're going to induce my period. Okay. This is like, I'm just talking about... This is Clots real, and real life, though. It is, but it's, you know, I try to make light of the fact that I just feel really broken. And You're not broken. Still. You're not broken. You're, you're not. I was going to wait till cry in, like, episode three or four. So. All right, then we'll, we'll yeah, save it. Save but it. You're not broken. Because um, if, if that's the case, then millions of women around the world are broken and they're not. Well, how about this? I'm difficult. Well, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't need this podcast for that. <laughs> So I need to go in, have my period induced, and then they can do this dye procedure. And then from there, um, we figure out what the actual next step in is in joining the sperm and the egg and making a creature. Well, coming up in the next episode, I'll tell you about my trip to the fertility clinic because we're plumb. You're not going to do it now? We're plumb out of time. We're out of time. You promised it in the last one. Well, I will have to postpone. I lied. <laughs> we will do it in the next episode. And uh, we'll have results, and I'll tell you about going into the fraternity, fertility, not fraternity, <laughs> the fertility well, clinic. similar things happen in fertility clinics and fraternity yeah. clinics. And again, thank you to everyone. Uh, we're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, uh, we're at 997thepoint.com, we're on kmbz.com, we're here on Facebook. I mean, we're, we, we want to get the word out to everybody that it's, it's a normal thing to be a little unnormal. That's a good. That's a good way to put it. And 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 I I, I learned from Jason Nivens, our friend with the Rock, who supports mm-hmm. uh, the suicide hotline and, and mm-hmm. whatnot. It, it's okay to not be okay, and that's oh, kind of the same the same thing. You're so make me cry. I said I was going to wait till episode well, two or three. Ugh. And with that, I'm just going to say I right. love you. Love you too, hon. And we'll have another episode for you next week. So thanks to everybody for tuning in. And um, yeah, it it's okay to not be okay. <laughs>